Hey, I'm Ken Cry, the Training Guy, and you're listening to The Training Pulse. The Training Pulse is a collection of training tips to help you create and deliver the best learning solution. Imagine you want to learn how to roller skate. You sign up for a course, and the whole time, you're in a classroom hearing about and discussing the best techniques to successfully roller skate. When that four-hour class ends, the instructor tells you that you now know everything you need to know to successfully roller skate. Now get out of my classroom and have some fun. After that class, I don't think I'd be ready to show off any competent roller skating skills myself. The main thing missing from that training was practice. On this episode, we're going to stress the importance of practice in training and tips to make your practice activities most effective. So, what percent of the scheduled training time should be used for learners to practice? What do you think? I've heard answers from new trainers that range from 5 to 50%. Do you think 50% seems like a lot to you? It shouldn't. Practice should be the biggest part of your training. Most of the training time should be spent with your class practicing the skills they need to perform their job. But Ken, sometimes we don't always get the time we need, do we? So you're forced to cut something out of training, right? We should never cut practice. If you're going to shortchange anything in training, don't shortchange the practice. Alright, we know spending time practicing is important. So what skills do we practice in training? Every skill and behavior that you want the learner to perform after training should have a practice session. This part is pretty important, so I'm going to say it again. Everything you expect your learner to do after training should be practiced in training. Do I need to say it again? I will. Don't tempt me. It's that important. If you merely talk about an expected behavior, your training won't be much better than the roller skating example. In fact, if your class doesn't get to practice the skill, they didn't get properly trained on that skill. Okay. Spending as much time practicing the skills they need to perform after training is necessary. Got it. But what is considered practice? Practice is continuously doing the same thing or as close to the same thing they will be doing on the job. Practice should be as close as it can be to the real thing. But sometimes that isn't always possible. For example, astronauts can't train on the actual moon before they go to the moon. So they make it as real as possible on Earth by hanging them sideways from ropes and having them walk on the wall, which simulates reduced gravity. We may not need to go that far for what we do, but if you're doing a role play with people who will be on the phones, having them talk on the actual phones without them seeing each other is probably more realistic than having them have a face-to-face conversation. You may have heard the phrase, practice makes perfect. Well, that's a bunch of malarkey. Practice makes permanent. However you practice a skill is how you will perform that skill. One of the biggest mistakes I see new trainers do is to leave the room or check their emails when they started a practice exercise. They think, this is the time where the class can be self-directed, so I'll do something else. Au contraire, mon ami. 
During practice is the time where the trainer is needed most. This is when the trainer should be observing, correcting, coaching, or anything else to make sure they are all practicing the skill the correct way. If they practice the skill the wrong way, they'll end up performing the skill the wrong way. Because practice makes permanent, or only perfect practice makes perfect. Well, that's it for this episode of The Training Pulse. I'm Ken Cry, The Training Guy, asking you to remember. When athletes practice for a big event, they call it training. To them, training means practice.